0: Hello, everyone. My name is Steve, and I'm here today with author Simon Paul Wilson. Thank you for joining me today. Hello there. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. I know we've been uh, trying to get this to work with the time change and the differences in in time it's been. So it's, it's always fun to, to connect with other people, but sometimes it takes a little bit of planning.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, Especially when, uh, you know, you're halfway across the world and then time changes come into it as well. It's, uh, It's never straightforward
0: no there's always something and i even without the time change i always get my i somehow always manage to bungle the time so (laughs) it's always a challenge no worries so for those who aren't familiar familiar with your work can you tell us a little bit about what kind of books you write what how you started writing
1: uh yeah sure um excuse me um i've got two uh books out presently um the first is a science fiction horror uh, called Ghost City Girl, which is the first in a planned trilogy. It takes place in future Japan, and uh, it's about an uh, end-of-the-world scenario, um, which uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, there's plenty of horror in it um, for those people who love horror. And it's also got a lot of sci-fi as well. It's, it's, for me, it's a mixture of things like uh, Blade Runner with The Grudge, that mm. kind of thing I'm going for um, traditional Japanese ghosts and uh, monsters and stuff. So that's, that's the kind of idea where, where that's from. Um, I've currently um, got a novella out called see you when the world ends, which is, um, I guess it's, i describe it as magic, magic realism. Mm. Uh, it's certainly got horror elements to it. Um, and, and, uh, ghostly presences, etc., um, and, a, and a twisting, turning plot. I hope that people will be surprised by when they when they read it. Uh, essentially, that's a love story, uh, which then goes off on very odd, unusual tangents. Um, and uh, yeah, those are what I've got out at the moment. Uh, I've got other things, obviously, in the pipeline for the end of this year and the beginning of next and as for how I started writing I guess that I think that started through uh playing things like Dungeons and Dragons Hmm. um me and my friends were like because we're in the UK uh at the time it wasn't too easy to get hold of the official uh, RPG supplements and adventures etc so we had uh, the the basic core rule books and when it came to adventures we'd write our own and Mm -hmm. there was me and another guy who would would take it in turns he'd he'd like dm for several months and then i would take over and we started to write our own uh, adventures and i think that's when that's where i cut my teeth as it were on Mm -hmm. with writing um and as time went on we found out there was more to role-playing than Dungeons and Dragons there was like Call of Cthulhu and um, there was like quite a few horror RPGs that come out from like White Wolf I think it was the vampire game mm. Vampire the Masquerade and stuff like that right. and and again we'd find the rule books but adventures were easy to find so we just continue to to create our own campaigns as it were um, and, and I think to be honest, that my first two books go city girl and see when the world ends have both got elements of stuff that i used back in the role-playing days to be honest i'm drawing back on those things which is which is quite cool so but i've always been interested in writing and uh, i think that to sit down and actually write a book takes a lot of um you have to push yourself to sit down and, and start it. Get get going. It's too easy, you know. Sometimes to go. I'll, I'll try a bit later. I'm a bit too busy. You've got to focus on it and dedicate your time to it. I think. And uh, a few years ago, I, I thought, yeah, I'm going to sit down and start. You know, try to write something from A to Z and you know get it done. Because um, I tried before and failed. <laughs> Just given up on it um because real life gets in the way yeah uh, but yeah I've managed to actually sit down and write stuff now which is quite nice and uh, and people people seem to like it which is which is also very very nice so yeah that's, that's how I started nice. I think
0: so how old were you when you decided you wanted to start writing and, and get serious about it and get uh, a book published or uh, get out there
1: oh gosh um oh now I'm giving away my age wow this is a it's all coming out now. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, I, I guess I was like in my thirties when I decided that I really would like to sit down and and, and create something and write a, a book. Mm. And I had several ideas, and I I, I try to to run with those ideas, and I I'd get so far. Um, into them, and I'd, I'd hit, you know, plot holes and inconsistencies, and you know, trying to juggle that, you know, sorting that out and ironing those out with real life was quite difficult at the time. So I'd kind of like go for the easier option of just giving up on it yes. and starting something <laughs> else. <laughs> um, and I think it was, I mean, Go City Girl came out last year. But I started writing it in, I think it's two thousand and ten. Hmm. Um, so it's it's been a long time coming. That book. It's a, it was a long process. Um, but that's the one where I was happy with what I was writing, and this it was the kind of stuff that I wanted to do, and. Um, it was a story that I believed in so that was the one I persevered with and I got close to being published several times um, but unfortunately you know it didn't pan out that way and then eventually uh, a publishing company um, not a pipe uh, not a pipe publishing based out of Oregon um, they were interested in it and they took it on and uh yeah, then it was a year of editing it, <laughs> uh, which which was which was uh, a lot of, it actually was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that part, to be honest. It was nice to, you know, f- tweak it and shape it and get it all, you know, perfect. Um, yeah. I, I quite enjoyed that process of editing it. And then, yeah, it came out Halloween last year.
0: Oh, wonderful.
1: Um, and, uh, yeah, I've, I've been very happy with the, the reviews that it's had and the, the feedback that I've got, and it's, uh, I'm still getting, you know, some new readers to this, to this day It's very nice that, uh, you know, although it's not, I can't quit the day job just yet. <laughs> um, it's, it's nice that people are enjoying that book and, and then yeah, see you when the world ends. Um, that's also, you know going about the same, the same way it's slowly moving on and people are picking up on it and yeah, the feedback has been really, really nice. It's, I've been, as we say in the UK, gobsmacked by the, by the feedback. It's very, very humbling. So, so yeah, I reckon 10 years ago, I reckon was when I started to sit sat down and go, right, I'm now going to write books. I'm going to do this for sure. So, I, can't, I think I've answered that. i like giving away my age.
0: Yeah, pretty good. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> was, uh, was there anyone in your life or any anything that happened that motivated you or gave you that inspiration to, to start writing? Is there something that uh, I know you mentioned the, uh, the um, fantasy campaigns, but was there someone in your life that kind of pushed you towards it? I think if,
1: if, it, if it was reading, I could give you a long list of people. And I think that reading sure. and, and writing are, are very important for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've been very lucky with the fact that my my, my whole family have, have been behind my reading um, addiction, let's say, yeah. and thrown books my way constantly yeah. throughout my life. Um, and... I, I was very lucky to have a, a fantastic English teacher at school called Mr. Clark, who who was just an amazing guy. And we kind of veered off the curriculum and read more of the unusual stuff. So while other people were reading like um, I'm trying to think of a a traditional English school book that everybody would read, um, They've all gone out of my head now, um, yeah. but we were reading things that he got us to read The Wizard of Earth Sea, um, mm. which was, you know, an, an amazing introduction to fantasy and um, stuff like Watership Down, which is a, a fantastic novel. We were reading really good stuff and he actually loaned me uh, his own personal copies of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. To, to read, you know, um, in my spare time. So he he definitely um, pushed me along the path of reading and writing for sure. Um, my, my grandparents as well um, would constantly throw uh, comic books my way um, and uh, talk to me endlessly about the uh, horror movies that they'd be watching that obviously I was far too young to watch at the time um, so yeah i think i've been quite lucky with that family and teachers um giving me the uh the encouragement to to read um from which obviously writing then you know went hand in hand with uh, my family's very supportive of of my writing um, and, and and proud of it as well so yeah
0: yeah Helps it helps a lot. And I, I, I always wonder, because I'm a bit of a control freak. So to, to think about writing a book and to create something, mm. and then to go to, to someone like an editor and have them go through and, mm. and want to ch- what is that process like? Was it difficult to have someone go in and um, change things? I think with
1: uh, with Go City Girl, I think that because I've been working on it for, for so long, I, I had to admit that I'd gone typo blind and I I could read that book a hundred times and think, yeah, that's absolutely fine. And then of course the editor would go, well, actually on page five, there's these 15 mistakes, um, which, you know, uh, wasn't that extreme, but, uh, (laughs) but, you know, um, but all all the same, like the editor was picking up, like, you know, you've said this in a different tense and that's a typo. And you've repeated that word far too many times in the last sentence. and, Mm. know you have to step back you know yeah you're right i would i've not noticed those things and i know what you mean this is your you know this is your creation you don't want anybody tampering with it but it you know it's for the it's for the best it really is so you you have to you know i mean there were are occasions you know then and and now when you know stuff is being edited where you think no no i really want to say it that way um i understand where you're coming from but i really want to say it that particular way yeah. so there's a there's a little bit of give and take but mostly i think that an editor it, you know you have to go with what the editor says i feel and it's it's for the greater good as, as yeah. they say um it's not easy <laughs> <laughs> but it's a cheap but you know it, it's yeah, you've, you've got to do it. And I'm very grateful for the um, editing that um, Go City Girl and see you, at the, see you When the World Ends are both had. They both made for for better books. So I'm forever grateful for that. Mm-hmm.
0: And along the same vein, I think it, it would be a, a strange feeling to have. So you go through all that work and you put in all this time and energy and love into something and then it goes mm-hmm. out into the world for everyone to read. What is that mm-hmm. like to just to hit that button and it's out and it's available for anyone to critique or to love or to hate or um, whatever it may be. What is, is that a vulnerable feeling?
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's scary to be fair. Um, mm. obviously it's very, very exciting. I mean, when you get your, uh, when you get your readers caught, co- when you get your writers copies, your authors copies of your book and they're holding it in your hand thinking, you know, it's here, I've done this and it's physical and, you know, it's a tangible thing. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, And when you're, you know, checking on Amazon and you can see that like, you know, you've got pre-orders and then Mm. people who, you know, on Goodreads are saying, I want to read this. That's just, you know, it's wonderful. And then after that, you kind of get this limbo where you're waiting (laughs) for for people to, to read it. And then that's when it gets absolutely terrifying because yeah. in that period, you're like, okay, I know people have bought it. That's wonderful. Yeah. I know people have now got that book at home. That's, that's fantastic. Now they're reading it. it. Yeah. Um, uh, um, is there any yeah. way I can hide? You know, it's, <laughs> it, and then, and then when you get a couple of reviews back and they're both, you know, positive and five stars or four stars or whatever, they're, they're both, that, you know whatever reviews you've had are constructive and um show appreciation for what you've written and enjoy it you know, they've enjoyed what you've written that's when you kind of relax then <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> excuse me <laughs> um but it's it's an odd feeling it really is it's yeah you know, it's yeah terror and joy in in locked together perfectly yeah it's an odd one
0: <laughs> yeah but it's it's got to be strange to to work so hard on that and and to have it out there for everyone to absorb and to to read. Yeah,
1: it. yeah, it, it, it is it is it is very strange. Yeah, I agree. But it's a nice it's a nice strange.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's a really great <laughs> feeling. Like you said, when you have those that positive those positive reviews pour in, and I'm sure it's a, a great feeling. And you yeah, any
1: um, I, I mean, any, any any review is 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 most welcome. Uh, you know, as you know, people have gone out of their way to, to, to find your book and buy it and on whatever, whether read it on their phone or read it as a paperback or hardback, you know, I'm extremely grateful for that. And anybody who takes the time to say, you know, I really loved this or it was okay, or it wasn't my cup of tea. I'm I'm grateful for any of those reviews and feedback. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's yeah. (laughs) but um you've got to take a step back and think a bit and relax while you're while you're waiting while you're waiting for those um go and do something else write another book or put the kettle on or something yeah Uh, take your mind off yeah
0: (laughs) keep yourself busy and in the, I know you mentioned that you, uh, you found a publisher from out of Oregon and so mm, did yeah. you query when you had your, did you start sending query letters or how did they, how did that whole process? Yeah. Get um,
1: I, I, well, I, I was looking for, uh, open submission periods for different places mm. and, um, I, I found a few and sent, uh, and sent Go City Girl off and, uh, got some I got onto the shortlist, uh, in a few places, which was uh, fantastic. And although I didn't eventually make, make, the final cut, I'm still very, I'm still very happy oh, really? that I'd got onto shortlist because that's some a massive compliment and you think, okay, oh. I didn't quite get there, but I nearly got there. Yeah. Um, so I just kept my eye open for, uh, for, you know, open calls and submissions and, and that's how I found my publishing. And uh, I sent it off to the, the, I think they wanted the first thousand words or so or 2000 mm-hmm. or something, you know, um, I can't remember what the figure was, but I sent off the, the word, word cat that they wanted and th- they got back into it and said, okay, send us the whole thing, please, which, which was, okay, that's, you know, fingers crossed time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> off that's we go. Funny. <laughs> so and he eventually got back in touch and we had we had a bit of a chat about uh, about what would happen in the the next uh, set of books because it's like i said it's a you know i, I, I would like it to be a trilogy yeah. and we had a conversation about where i would take that and they were very happy with where I wanted to go and said okay right we we'll, we'll we'll get the we'll, we'll sign you for the first book then and the sequels. So, um, yeah, that was just wonderful. That I I think I signed my, uh, contract on the new year's day, which was a great way to start the year.
0: Oh, that's
1: great. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. And then see where the world ends. I sent that off to them as well. I said, look, I've got this. How do you feel? Uh, What do you think? They said, yeah, sure. We'll have that as well. So (laughs) they've, they've been really cool. They're, they're great. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's how that, that's how that happened. Just searching for places that were accepting, um, submissions and, you know, sending it off and seeing what happened. So, oh, wow. yeah, and, and yeah. yeah, I got, I got lucky, which is, which is a wonderful thing.
0: Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. It's, it's really great to have that so soon in your career. And, uh, you yeah, mentioned, so... yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask you, um, you mentioned that your books have elements of horror in it. And I always wonder mm-hmm. what is the appeal of horror for you? Um, I'm looking around your my bookshelf and it's just yeah. 99% horror. Okay.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have read a lot of fantasy. I'm a massive uh, Tolkien fan. Um, and I think that's really the the author that, I fell in love with first, you know, um, Mm. and I've I've read The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings countless times, to be honest, Um, but then when I I think I was about 11 or 12, I read The Rats by James Herbert, Mm. and that's when I fell in love with horror, Um, and after that I just, you know, devoured it ever Mm. since i've I've read other stuff along the way as well, but it's always horror that I've come back to, and horror that's the, the first love as it were I, I, why do i I think it's just you like being scared. You know, I think that's the appeal, I, you know, when you're reading a good horror novel and you, you turn that page going, oh, my God, no, Oh, Jesus, <laughs> don't do that. Don't go there. You know, um, and you're hooked because you don't want them, you know, you don't want to know what happens next. But you do want to know what happens next. It, yeah. It's the same as watching a movie. Where, you know, no, no, please. No. But you're, you're not going to turn it off. You're going to yeah. continue watching Um I think, yeah, the feeling of being uh, not so much grossed out, but, but scared hmm. it is, it, you know, that, that feeling's really, it's an addictive feeling, I reckon, um, and I, 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 a lot of people who, who love horror, would, I think might agree this, you know, that goose flesh or goosebumps whatever you like to call it and the heads of your neck and the dread of turning that page to find out what's going to happen and yeah. the sleepless nights that may follow depending yeah. on who you're reading and what you're reading so um yeah it's 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 being scared that that's what it is for me i think
0: uh, are there certain things that you that you do while you're writing to convey or to build that tension and that that fear with words is how do you how is are there certain techniques you use to to build that to have that pay off of the goose flesh and the hairs in the back of your neck standing up
1: um i kind of like to take the, the 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 subtle path if you if you know what i mean kind of like slowly build this up lay down the hints that something not right is about to kick off something not good is happening here and just build it slowly, slowly and slowly until, and then hit them full force <laughs> with as much horror as you can get. So they know it's kind of coming and hopefully, you, you know, you, they're turning the pace going, yeah, any minute now, anywhere now, and then bang it's, it's there. And then from, and after that, I like to just go for it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, just go, you know, hell for leather, as they say. Um, so I kind of like the slow. I like the slow build up, the slow dread, and mm-hmm. um, and there's a few writers that, that do that so well. Like Adam Neville, his books just drip with dread, and you're reading them and you know that at some point something really bad is going to happen, something that's you know going to keep you up tonight, to, you know, for definite. Yeah. Um, and that, that feeling of being scared, you know, that's where he, he does that so well. Um, I love his, I love reading his books. And then like on the opposite side of that kind of you've got Brian Keane, who's like, it's, you know, he's relentless with his bodies being ripped apart and all, you know, gorgalore they're, they're very opposite, but they're both wonderful. I like, I like both. I like both kind of styles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, um, you know, I am working on um, something at the moment, which is a bit more that kind of like splatterpunk, say, you mm-hmm. know, uh, full-on, um, full-on gorgalore, um, just to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, usually the the last two, the, the books that I've got presently are definitely like Slow Builders, um, you know, Tease, tease the reader and then when they're <laughs> least expecting and hit them. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and that's the best kind is that that slow build. The you know it's coming you yeah, know, I just don't
1: know where I mean if it comes to films, I'm definitely a fan of the slow build over the, you know, in your face gore. Mm-hmm. When it's books, I like both. I, I I'm I'm happy with both. I I enjoy both. But for me the the slow builder uh, films are, are the best ones because when that jumpscare gets you it really really gets you yeah. um and that's kind of what i hope i i do with my books he says <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and with uh you know with these terrible things happening or with, with these horror elements in books the aftermath is could can be trauma to the characters in the book How how do do you, how do you convey that trauma that they feel after these events happen or be, or even before the events of the book, how, how is, how can you convey that, that trauma and that pain or that grief?
1: That's, that's a good question. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the, the writer Haruki Murakami who, who writes mostly magic realism. Uh, I feel that a lot of his books have got a lot of horror elements in them. There are some very haunting scenes in a lot of his books that have stayed with me for a long time and probably will stay with me forever. And I think that he's a master of a connection with the characters. You, you connect with them so well. Um, and, and, and Neil Gaiman does that as well. He he writes these characters that you 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 feel like you know them. You, you feel you feel for them. So when the horror hits. The aftermath. Is all that more powerful because you, you're, you're with those characters all the way. So when the bad things happen, you, you, you feel what they're feeling, you, you know, and I, I like to write characters. I, I like to have emotional depth um, and, and make the people that you're you're reading about relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, whether whether they're living a thousand years in the future or whether a couple of miles up the road, you know, in the next city, yeah. um, I, I like the I like these characters to be ones that that the reader's happy to invest time in and when that character is feeling sadness or grief or horror then the the reader's with them um and i think especially with see you in the world ends i've had uh, a few a few people say to me that the ending uh the, the the ending of that book is something that will stay with them for quite a while because of the emotional level of it um and then for me that's the the best compliment i could ever hope for because that's exactly what i wanted to achieve i I wanted people to read that and go oh expletive (laughs) whatever (laughs) you want to say you know (laughs) um you know so i I think that writing for me i think writing characters that are, are believable is 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 what i try to do to to then make the horror more horrific, mm. if that, if that makes any
0: sense. Oh yeah, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, I think with without that aftermath, is does the do the horror elements have that impact without the aftermath? Because the aftermath is, is I think it goes hand in hand with these these terrifying things that happen. But you also need mm. what happens after those things happen.
1: Yeah, I mean sometimes what happens after the the horror it, it can be more profound than mm-hmm. the horror itself the the dealing with what's just gone on um and and how do you carry on after what has, has just happened um can can be equally or, or more powerful right. so yeah that's, it, that's uh yeah, it's making me think, yeah. that's making me think that, that's a very good question yeah it's a good question i like that and it's certainly something that I, I i look for in books as well and in films um the ones that tear you up when the bad things happen to the characters that you've been with the last hour or two weeks you know depending on whether you're watching or reading and that staying with you for a long time after the TV's been turned off, or the book's been put back on your shelf. That's a good book, or that's that's a good movie, in my opinion. That's what I really love to watch and read. Mm-hmm. So, if I can do something similar to that, then I'm I'm very happy
0: indeed. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned your your shelves are full of horror books, but do any other uh, specific ones? <laughs> yeah, are there any specific ones that stand out to you, or any specific horror movies that have been uh, particularly impactful or have have helped you hone your craft
1: um, um well obviously um, I mean the bottom section here is Tolkien and Haruki Murakami and Neil Gaiman so that's my kind of uh, fantasy urban fantasy and magic realism section and then as I go up here it becomes you know, Japanese horror which has had a massive influence on me um so um, as well as movies, obviously, Asian horror has had a massive, massive effect, effect massive effect, massive influence yeah. on, on, on me as a, a writer and, and a reader and, and a lover of cinema. Um, but, um, yeah, for me, the, the you yeah, people like James Herbert, he's one of the first horror writers that I got into. Um, Sean Hudson, who who deserves a lot more credit than he gets. He's just an amazing writer. I think in England, we call him the godfather of gore. Mm. Um, He's definitely worth checking out. Uh, I know that a lot of people like extreme horror. Um, I I think Sean Hudson was doing extreme horror about 20 years before that became a thing.
0: Um,
1: And... uh, yeah, he's still writing and he's yeah, over the top in your face. Blood, guts, galore. And but also with twists that you just just floor you. He's, he's extremely talented. Um, yeah, obviously, Stephen King. Um, uh, Brian Keane, as I mentioned, I love his love, his writing, um, Clive Barker. Um, and then recently I've been, you know, uh, reading a lot of adam neville and hmm. uh jonathan jams uh and uh, cj tudor uh she's really really good and i've been reading a lot of indie authors as well like uh, hmm. steve l clark who i who was on the show with you a few months back maybe i think mm, um, I, No, i don't think so i'll have to read the no name right okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um i might have gotten my podcast mixed up as well don't worry Got that, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, um, our oh, Paul Tremblay, um, I've started to read his books and they're just uh, amazing. Um, really, really love his, his books. Hmm. Um, so yeah, there's there's yeah, different people, um, different styles. If it, if it entertains me and if it keeps me turning the pages and it it scares me in some way then i'm all in and uh, if i get to the end of that book and go yep that was a good one i'm going to research and try and find uh, the rest of their catalog and put it on my amazon wish list um movies of late um i've recently watched uh, no one gets out alive mm. which was okay. based on which is based on an adam neville book
0: Oh, um, I really
1: that. enjoyed yeah that um I really enjoyed that. That was very good. Um uh, what else have I watched recently? I've been watching Squid Game, oh. which uh I think everybody in the world is. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I, we just finished it last week, yeah. We were a little late to the party what, too, so Yeah, what did you think? I thought it was fun. I, I thought it was um, Yeah. It was, yeah i thought it was okay it wasn't the best thing ever but it, it was interesting i thought there were some twists and turns and I loved, yeah i, I think the, it wasn't over it wasn't uh i don't i don't think it was uh it, it was thought-provoking without being too in your face about it
1: mm, yeah there was some nice twists in it some nice touches and there was some nice shocks in it as well which i mm. which i enjoyed things i didn't see coming yeah but uh yeah i'm i must admit i'm pretty behind on movies to be fair i don't watch as much as i used to mm-hmm. um i think because i'm trying to write more and and read more i'm kind of you know and plus like i, I never seem to find the time to sit down for an hour, an hour and a half two hours and and you know watch a movie from start to finish it's always in like 10 minute 15 minute chunks yeah. so um a book's better that way so uh yeah um that's what i'm reading at the moment uh who else have i recently read uh stephen graham jones the only mm-hmm. good indians that was a fantastic book i really really like that uh but yes people like matt wilderson and sarah jane huntington and um, nice. they're their books are fantastic um and I'm hoping that they go on to do bigger and better because they certainly deserve the praise. Mm. Um and uh I'm luckily and lucky enough to be writing with both of those actually. Uh, mm. me and Matt Wilderson are in the final stages of a horror book called Baggage.
0: Oh, awesome.
1: Which which we're hoping to uh real will life permitting hopefully get that out before the end of this year
0: oh wow and we'll uh,
1: so oh, yeah, thank you I've, well, that was that's been a lot of fun to write that's been an immense pleasure to to, to it's been an immense pleasure to work with matt on that mm. um i'm hoping people like it as much as we've enjoyed writing it because it, yeah it's been it's it's been an absolute blast to write that um, and I've just started to, to work on a, a folk horror novel with folk horror novella say with, uh, Sarah Jane Huntington, mm. um, we're called a dead weird letters and, <laughs> um, that that's slowly going on. <laughs> it's been, been slowed down a little bit cause I was a bit poorly and ended up in hospital, but, uh, we'll, we'll get back to full speed on that as soon as possible. But yeah, that's what I'm reading and doing at the moment.
0: Awesome, and you know I almost hate to bring it up because it's such a big part of our lives now. But how has the pandemic and the whole experience of the pandemic changed uh, your your writing style or your uh, the subject you write on? Because I it seems like everyone has a different opinion on how it affected them in their process.
1: I think the <clears throat> the positive way, the pandemic gave me more time to read hmm. and write, to be honest. Um, I got, you know, several months off work and stayed at home and my son started devouring books and and so did I. Um, so on a reading, you know, from the reading point of view, the pandemic was, was, was a good thing. I read hmm. a lot more and really enjoyed finding new authors and uh, new books. Um, when it came to writing, I don't think it's had an effect as much. Um, obviously, you know, my publishers are based in, in, in America and I'm here in England. Um, so I know that uh, conventions and, and stuff like that haven't been happening as much or totally canceled. So getting the books out to new readers um, has been affected somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that's like, and that's a negative, which I think a lot of people would agree with. It's been harder to sell books mm-hmm. over the last, you know, 12, 18 months. Um, hopefully things are started to, you know, look up and there'll be more chances for you know, uh, conventions to take place and for for writers to go and, you know, share share their wares with the public. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't think it's affected my writing, uh, writing per se, um, other than I've had a bit more time to do so. Um, so for, for me, it's a terrible time has been I mean, quite good productively mm
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 weird it's it always fascinates me to hear everyone's different opinions on how mm. that how that t- how this time has been for them because everyone has different different experiences and yeah you know, some yeah turn into a positive and some some not so much but
1: i yeah. mean yeah don't get me wrong it's been absolutely awful um mm. and it's it's two years of you know and for some people it's on it's not finished is it it's still here yeah. it's still happening and it is like something straight out of a horror movie, yeah. um, and you know, luckily, luckily for me, I've had—I live um, not too far away from lots of open green land where I can see nature and go for walks and not encounter many other people, mm-hmm. if at all. Um, and I was very lucky that way, but you know, if if you're trapped in a house with no back garden or front garden and you're stuck at home in four walls, then I imagine it would be hell. Yeah. So everybody's got very very different experiences, mm-hmm. um, and I think that you know, for me, it's. It, mostly been, it's mostly been okay um i mean apart from it being terrifying um and and seeing the the absolute lunacy of of people shopping for the weirdest items um (laughs) you know uh, (laughs) it's it's been oh uh, you couldn't write that down you couldn't make that up could you it's you know absolute insanity um but for yeah on, on a uh you know from the writing side of things it's it's not been a bad about two years for me to be fair yeah. i've been look I've, of, I've been one of the lucky ones that's for sure
0: yeah. Yeah, definitely and and if if a new or someone who was getting into writing wanted to begin the writing journey and came to you and said simon what what advice would you give me as i start this journey what would you tell them or would have you talk, I'm um, sure you've been asked
1: um, <clears throat> a lot of people have, have said this to me and I've heard it from different you know different sources in the past that I really believe in this is that just write your truth you know um, if you've got a story and you believe in it, write it mm-hmm. um, because if you if you like it, If you enjoy what you've written, then there's chances somebody else may feel the same way. And so, you know, if you've got that idea, find the time, start and just continue. It doesn't, there's no, it's not a race, even if you're doing a few lines a day or, you know, a word a day, whatever. As long as you persist and you eventually get to that, the end section. And whether you self-publish or you're lucky enough to get um, a small publisher interested or one of the big names interested in you, you know, just get that thing written. Um, You're not in a rush. Um, Write what you write, what you want to write. And yeah, just keep keep going, keep going.
0: And do you have any favorite book-to-movie adaptations?
1: Book-to-movie adaptations? Um... <clears throat> Ooh, let me th- Maybe um, go back to Adam Neville again, um, The Ritual. Um, yeah. That's a, a great book, and the film is fantastic. Although the endings are, are slightly different the the main core of the movie is is the same and i think that it's that, you know it's been an excellent job of translating that from book onto the screen um <clears throat> excuse me yeah I, i'm waiting for somebody to do something awesome with hp lovecraft mm-hmm. um that that's that's you know that would be a wonderful thing to see to somebody to get You know, take his words and put it onto the big screen and scare Mm. the hell out of everybody would be an amazing thing. Um, I've got a soft spot for the um, for the Shining. Mm. Um, The books, the books, one of the scariest books I've read. The film always creeps me the hell out. (laughs) Uh, There's so many scenes in that which, you know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely terrifying. and so I really, really like that one. And Sanders Lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the night it was it the seventies, eighties? Um, there was a movie. Yeah, and I, think I, I remember. 80s, I think, yeah, I'm yeah, um, the sequence where he's knocking at the bedroom window. Um Always gives me the chills. Um, so, yeah, some of Stephen King's uh, movies have been really well translated, um, um, and yeah, The Ritual I'd say is one of the most recent I've seen that I thought was 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 done really really well.
0: Hmm. And what was your first job? What was
1: my first job? And mm-hmm. um, what was my first job? Gee whiz. It was, um, was, (laughs) I was a graphic artist, um, Mm -hmm. which uh, there was not much about artist in there (laughs) or graphic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: um,
1: Yeah, yeah, I was working in a a design studio um, and uh, I I found out that actually most of the designing was done before we, we got the job. We just had to get it ready for printing and stuff. So it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was fun. I saw some interesting and cool stuff, but um, it wasn't as imaginative as I hoped it would have been. Yeah. So the the imaginative part was already done yeah. <laughs> by, by 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 other people in London and stuff. So yeah, we just got it ready for printing and stuff.
0: So. Did did seeing yeah. all those seeing all those graphics after the fact did did that, did that kind of help your creative process to see all those different types of artwork?
1: Um, yeah, it's in, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, now you know now nowadays everything's done on computer, isn't it? Right. You, know, it's, yeah. you know. So um, we're going back to when it was like silk screen printing and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and the art was all done, you know a lot of it was done by hand or by you know ph- photography work and stuff and there was a certain element of computer work as well but um, yeah it was, in, it was it was interesting um to 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 get like a black and white image and then suddenly see this massive design in full color at the end of the day so that yeah it was you know, we, we did, i did a lot of stuff the company I worked for did a lot of stuff for um, for for uh, rock rock and pop bands. Hmm. So um, I remember um, we did some stuff for the Cure, the Prodigy. Oh, wow cool. uh, um, Love and Rockets, which I was a big fan of. so and and occasionally we'd get like a, a free a free record or a free CD thrown our away if we were lucky enough so um yeah when you're doing it, the cult as well we did a lot of stuff for the cult um so yeah when, when we're working on those kind of things music that we we really enjoyed it was that that was quite that was exciting to do oh, um, and that was really nice that's a good memory yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice to have a, a couple of cds or records thrown away, there's nothing wrong with that so that's a yeah absolutely yeah. And uh, before I let you go, I, I, there's a question I wanted to ask all of my guests, and that is, if yep. you were in, if you were in my position, is there a question that you would have asked that I didn't ask? Um, <clears throat> uh, to be honest, I'm going
1: to say no. I think that I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, speaking with you today, and oh. there's been some great, some great questions, and I've, i, I hope I'd answered them well enough for you <laughs> to be oh, honest yeah. um uh yes yeah, it's, it's been really nice so no no if you, if you, the tables were turned there's, i don't think there's anything i'll be like damn i wish i would have asked that yeah. so uh <laughs> no you thumbs up from me
0: awesome yeah i try to try to ask that just so i can uh improve and, and, add, and add new questions to my list so i can have them for mm. for next time so appreciate the the kind words i oh, no worries at all thank you yeah. So, if someone was wanting to look for you online, or, or do you have any social media accounts or website people can find you on?
1: Yeah, well, I'm on. I'm mostly haunt Twitter, to be honest. So uh, people can find me um, at spwzen. Um, if people wanted to find my my humble scribbles, mm-hmm. then if they added to Amazon and typed to Simon Paul Wilson, they'd they'd, uh, they'd find my books. Um, and yeah, that's, I, I'm on Facebook, but I, I, I kind of, like Don't use that so much now. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's becoming pretty obsolete for me. Um, I that a lot. so I a lot yeah, that. I've heard that a lot as well. People are just leaving that place in droves. <laughs> it's it, it, yeah. So Twitter works for me. I'm happy to be on there. And if anybody wanted to ask any questions or, or follow me, whatever. I'm very happy uh, to, to have new followers and to answer questions. And, oh, uh, yeah, Amazon, I'm on there.
0: Cool. And I will have all those links below in the description. So whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on audio, that'll all be in the description, just to click on those links and take you right over to Amazon or to Twitter for, uh, to find your books and follow you on Twitter. interact with you. Say again. Oh, uh, all the links will be down below, so they can uh, they ah, can in yeah, uh, <laughs> there and easily find you. Right, so, lovely. Uh, <laughs> thanks again. I know that uh it, it. I know with the time differences and everything, it's it's always a little tricky. So thanks for your patience and. Not, you at all, not at all. A time with me, I really appreciate that's it. been. Yeah, I,
1: I appreciate it too. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really, really nice. Thank you.
0: Oh, perfect. And have a good rest of your day. And thanks everyone for listening or watching. Cheers, guys.